Sharbria Shine and welcome back to Max Out Girl. Today I just want to encourage singles. So we know what's been going on in the world. You know, there's been COVID this year. There's been so many things that's been happening. A lot of people have been isolated, uh, lonely, uh, just, you know, it's not our normal lives of the ways that we're used to entertaining ourselves, hanging with friends and family or going out or being able to go to church or be involved in, you know, groups and different things like that. So I just want to kind of talk about it right now. We know that things are, have been opening up and things have been trying to get back to normal, but it's still not back to normal. And we don't know when back to normal will be. And so with that being said, I just want to talk about it. This might be a time where you might be feeling, um, you know, depressed and lonely. Like, when is it going to be my time? Or you might be feeling as a single, this time would have been so much better if I was married or in a relationship. Um, and you might be feeling miserable because of that or have had a miserable time. And I just want to encourage you uh, to, first of all, you know, really lean in on God during this time. And, you know, that's just really where your help's going to come from, your strength and your joy. I know that, you know, from my single season where um, there was a time when I was miserable and there was a time when I hated it. And if you know my testimony, my story, you know how I said, you know, I had to truly learn how to be satisfied in my life. And I had to truly recognize that just because I was single or didn't have a man in my life didn't mean that I had to be miserable or feel unfulfilled or feel like I had no purpose in life. And I had to figure out that what that meant for me. Like, how could I have joy in this season? How could I, you know, create a life that I didn't feel like I needed rescuing from? And that pretty much, you know, stemmed first and foremost, honestly, from our relationship with God. There are places where, you know, we hide, where we might feel lonely or we might still be hurt or we might have all of these inner things that's going on with us that we don't want to deal with. We like to hide from it with pleasures, whether that's whatever it might be, overeating, whether that's... um overindulging in entertainment or it's so many things that we could do uh, sometimes people indulge in alcohol or drugs to like to numb the, the pain or the emptiness or the depression or the sadness and that's only going to harm us further it never helps the the deep issues of our soul only God can do that those things only make things worse we feel like we're escaping only to find ourselves addicted to these things or you know worse killing ourselves and so that's why it's so important to deal with you know those issues in your singleness and when I say create a life you don't feel like you need rescuing from what I mean is first of all get healing um, and that's spending time in God's word and that's spending time in prayer and praise because when you cultivate that relationship with Christ, it really brings deliverance to your life. It really brings healing to your brokenness in every area, whether that's loneliness, depression, whether that's rejection from past relationships, uh, whether that's unforgiveness, bitterness. You know, we deal with so many different things depending on the situations that you've been through um, or the trauma that you've been through. We all have gone through something and we all have to, you know, heal from those things. And so just cultivating that relationship with Christ, it also really just builds up your self-worth, your self-value. And I think that's so key in being single and satisfied because I truly had to go through that. Like, why do I feel incomplete if I'm not in a relationship? Why do I feel unloved if a man isn't giving me attention? Why do I feel like I have no purpose because I'm not married? Like I had to ask the hard questions and I had to deal with those things. And I had to say, God knew me before I was in my mother's womb. He created me. He created good works for me to accomplish and a purpose before I was even born. Uh, and I'm called, you know, according to his purposes. And he knows the plans he has for my life, plans to prosper me. I have a hope and expect it in. Now, all of those are in scripture. But again, we have to know scripture to know our worth and who we are in Christ. Like you're an heiress to a kingdom that's not of this world. You're co-heirs with Christ. 
to a kingdom. And so when you know those things, uh, yeah, your feelings and emotions aren't going to want to care about it. It's just like, whatever, that's all good. But right now I want a man or I feel lonely or I want to be like that girl and her husband that I see on Instagram or whatever the complaint may be. But the thing about it is when you really cultivate that relationship with Christ and you really learn who you are, how amazing you are, the purpose that God has placed in you, uh, the virtue he's put in you, um, just how amazing you are and the things that he has for your life, just how deep and how wide and how long his love is for you, you start to think differently. You start to walk differently. You start to walk with your head up, whether you have a man in it or not, because you realize that you're so valuable and God's purpose for your life is so amazing that you're not going to want to just have any man anyway. So then your your perspective starts to change and your perspective starts to get like, you know what? I am somebody. I am, you know, a jewel. I am precious. I am priceless. So because of that, don't be so desperate for a man. It's like, and that's what I told myself, like, because of that, I don't have to be desperate. If no man don't want me right now, that's because the right man hasn't found me yet. Point blank, period. Because God knows the plans he has for my life. And he knows the desires of my heart. So the word says, if you delight in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Seek God, seek purpose, seek the things that, you know, your goals, your dreams that God's put in your heart to accomplish in this season. And so those are some important things to, to remember that you don't have to, you know, feel bad or rejected. No, you're being protected. If all the guys that you keep, you know, finding it's not the right one, well, thank God they're not the right one. Cause you'd rather find out beforehand, even though it hurts and you might be disappointed, you'll be way more disappointed after you married them. You got two kids with them. You're like, oh, dang, I made a mistake. Well, probably too late now, you know? And of course you can get a divorce and all those things, but man, that really breaks up families, breaks up homes and really impacts the children. And so you really want to make a wise partner choice ahead of time. And you don't want to rush into anything just because you're lonely. And so let's kind of get back to what's happened with COVID. A lot of people have been lonely. You know, they may have given into pornography, um, illicit phone sex with randoms, uh, may have given into dating sites just because you want to fill your nights with something you know, only to be entertaining uh, counterfeits that aren't even, you know, close to being equally yoked with you, but you're just bored. And so there are dangers in those things. I've been there, done that, but I got away from that because I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Putting your life in jeopardy, your soul, really, um, it's just not worth it. And, you know, addiction can really destroy your life. And so I just want to challenge you if you have struggled with like porn or listen, phone sex with others, like you're damaging your soul. And when you do get to be with that person that God has for you, you are allowing so many demonic entities into your relationship, into your life, into your bloodline. Even, uh, you don't want to bring those things on your children. There is a certain thing of generational curses and it can be tough, but you have to say no to these things. And again, accountability partners, And now, you know, and obviously getting in the word and praying and coming against some of these desires that aren't godly and that's going to hurt you. But also, you know, with everything kind of being open a little, but a lot of entertainment and social groups are not open. Like join online social groups that are going to be impactful and helpful to your life. There's a lot of church online groups. There are a lot of single women online groups. And I mean a Christian one because you can get involved in all kinds of groups and they're telling you, girl, it's okay to masturbate right now. You're lonely or it's okay to watch porn. You need to do something like that. Those are not godly sites. Those are not godly groups. You want to be a part of groups that are going to push you in the direction of Christ, of holiness, of purity, of, of true joy. 
not trying to put a bandaid over your bullet hole, over your pain, because that's only going to make it worse. And your issues are going to get worse and worse and worse. And then you'll find yourself more unhappy, more bound, more in a spiritual jail cell than ever before, because that's what the enemy does. He tries to trick you to make you believe, oh, it's easing the pain. Oh, it feels so much better. Oh, this is helping only to find out that you're in a worse situation than before. And you feel more empty, more hopeless, more drained than you even did before. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, to really recognize that if you are single and struggling or if you're just single and you're just like, I don't know where I am right now, really trust God with your life. That's where I had to get to. I had to get to the point where I shut out the noise. I didn't care what people said anymore. Like I literally did not care what people said, asking me when you're going to get a man, where you're going to get married, why are you still single? Um, I, I ignored them. And some, I just confronted them because I'm pretty bold like that. I was just like, when God sends me one. And then I told some people that's not my ultimate goal in life. Like I just was like telling people left and right, like, leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm pursuing purpose. And I was, I got to a point where I started to pursue my God-given dreams and purposes. And I started helping other single women because when you start helping other people, you get your mind off of yourself. And that's when I started blogging and I started the Single Unsatisfied um, Facebook movement, the group. And if you're not a part of that, join us. uh, Just go to Single Unsatisfied on Facebook. And it's a group for single women. We just encourage each other in there. And now that I am a newlywed, I just encourage the single women with my experiences as a single, but also start to shed some light into being married because sometimes, you know, where you're discontent in your singleness and then you get married to your discontent. Why? Because you didn't, you know, you didn't learn how to be content in whatever season you're in. Because I'm going to tell you, ladies, you can find discontentment in every season. You could find something to be sad about, lonely about, mad about. Uh, depressed about when you're married as well so that's why I really try to teach singles to learn how to be content now in your season learn how to you know cultivate their relationship with God and prayer you will definitely need it in marriage (laughs) Um, and so it's very important that you recognize that your husband is not your God that your husband is not going to fulfill you in every area of your life like that's God's job the creator is the one who's going to fulfill the creation and so when you get that twisted in your singleness and you're like oh my god when I get married everything's going to change you're going to be sadly disappointed because everything just doesn't change like that because the dysfunction you're bringing into the relationship that child when you're single is still going to be there but now it's magnified because it's another person that has to deal with you and it's like a mirror showing you your dysfunction so it's going to seem harder in some areas, but that's why you have to cultivate contentment, relationship with God, and recognize that God fulfills you. He's your creator. He's your God, not your husband. Uh, your husband cannot complete you. He can send joy to your life and you know companionship and team, but he can't complete you. And you recognize that. And so when we have these false perceptions, we put all our hopes, our dreams on hold for that one moment only to be disappointed. That's why when you know that your foundation is Christ, you know that your hope, your future, your purpose, your fulfillment, your identity is in Christ and no other human being, then now you're setting yourself up for failure. You're learning how to be content now so that when you get married, when things are rocky, you're still content that you go to God when things are wrong, that you don't expect the husband, your husband to just correct every wrong in the relationship. And something that I'm learning as well is just like, you know, being married, it is about, you know, loving the other person and serving the other person and doing that as unto God. And as you do that, God will bless your life. God will bless you. He holds you accountable, accountable for your part and what the part your husband isn't doing. You know, you tell the Lord about that and he'll hold him accountable. And obviously you talk to your husband as well, but a lot of times we go to a human instead of going to the creator first. 
And that's a big problem. And that's the same in singleness because I did that at times too. You know, we're trying to look for fulfillment in everybody else. And God's like, hello, hello, hello. Your fulfillment's right here. I'm right here. Talk to me. Cry out to me. Tell me how you feel, no matter how bad it is. And that's what we have to learn to do. Go to God first and foremost. Yes, it's okay to have friends. Make sure they're godly friends and that the fruit of their life is the results that you want for your life. Otherwise, why are you talking to them if they don't have wisdom? Godly wisdom is not going to help you. And I've seen that time and time again. So I just want to encourage you if you're single, like I know this time may have been tough, but lean on God. Like I've had some really tough seasons in my singleness that I didn't think I was going to make it through just crying and being depressed and just not knowing what to do next. And I was like, okay, girl, you're going to keep living like this just because you're single. Like it don't make no sense. Like that's just a miserable life. So I had to figure it out. And that's just what it is. Don't give in. Yeah. This season is now this season isn't going to be forever. You're going to look up one day, you'll be out of this season. And if you spent it miserable, how? oh my God, like you wasted years being depressed, sad, miserable, and probably missed out on what God truly had for you in this season, which I'm sure are a lot of accomplishments, a lot of spiritual growth, a lot of natural growth in your life. And there's so many things you could focus on. And that's what I did. Like um, right now, I know that a lot of things are closed up, but we could find new hobbies online as far you could do, like learn how to cook new things, learn how to do makeup with tutorials. You could spend more time with your kids. If you have kids to find some creative games at home, like, like you have to create the world you want, even in COVID, even in the times we're living in, we can do that. Work out at home by watching people on YouTube. Like we have no excuse. We have so much on YouTube where we can learn a new craft, learn a new, you know, a new hobby, even staying in the house. There's so many things that we can learn how to do. And, you know, I've had to learn this too, because I'm used to going out and being with friends and being very social. And so because of that, I found myself sad and it's like, okay, you're going to stay sad or you're going to use that same, you know, attitude that you had in singleness and say, figure it out. Like God is with me, you know, and, you know, I have him to lean on and, you know, he can give me creative ideas to help me to figure out what do I need in my life? You know, what hobbies can make me feel more joy, whether that's working out, whether that's learning how to cook healthier, whatever that might be, whether that's to bless other people by doing blogs or a podcast, whatever it is. There's much to be done, but sometimes we get so caught up in our situation that we don't see that. We just want to be sad and depressed and throw a pity party. So I want to encourage you, don't throw a pity party. Like whatever you're going through, God does see you. He does know you by name. Like he knows what you're going through and don't be deceived. He does care about what you're going through. Um, the enemy might tell you he doesn't care. I've been in this situation so long. He does. He cares. One thing about God though, he's about purpose. And he's about, you know, um, he's not about your comfort necessarily all the time. He's about growth and getting you to your destination and maturing us because he knows when we get mature, he can bless us with the things he has for us. We'll be ready for those things. And when, when we don't prepare, when we just complain and murmur, we don't show gratitude. We don't show kindness to others. We don't thank God for what he's already done. Even if we're not where we want to be, it could always be worse when we don't, you know, practice those things then it's kind of like a slap in God's face. And we want to make sure that we're thanking him. And even if in your singleness, like literally find things to be grateful for. There's a ton of things to be grateful for in being single. I'm married and I love being married. I'm happily married. But at the end of the day, I know that there was things in my singleness that are very different in marriage. 
And there were benefits I had in being single that I don't have in being married and vice versa. There's benefits I have in marriage that I didn't have when I was single. So you can always find benefits in the season that you're in, but it's perspective. Are you going to sit there and whine about like what you don't have? And I'm not making light of it. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes it's hard. And I know that like I'm not making light of it. But I mean, who wants to just sit and be miserable? Nobody. We have the power. We have the authority to speak over our lives what we want to see. And sometimes you just got to tell yourself, I will not be depressed. I have a great future. And if you desire marriage, God has a great man for me. But until then, I choose joy. So today you better be joyful. I speak joy over you right now. It's a choice. Sometimes it's very hard choice. Our flesh doesn't want to give in to joy. Our flesh doesn't want to practice gratitude and thankfulness. No, sometimes we're pissed off. We're mad. We're annoyed. We're frustrated. We're sad. We're depressed. I get all that. But we have to speak to ourselves. And that's the same in marriage. Same thing. We have a choice to speak negative over our spouse, to get an attitude, to be frustrated or to speak life, to show uh, mercy and grace, to forgive, um, to show kindness to them when we were just irritated. It's all a choice. So I just want to encourage you today. Don't give up if you desire marriage. And if you don't, that's cool, too. But know that you could still be fulfilled and pursue purpose and have wholeness even in that season without ever getting married. And it's definitely obtainable. Uh, I've been there. I got to the point where I didn't care if I got married or not because I was like, hey, like I've truly found joy and fulfillment in being single and in my in my current season. And I don't need another human being to complete me because I already am complete. And I love being at that point, ladies, like it's such a great place to be. That doesn't mean loneliness didn't try to come and all those other things. But I learned how to combat those things. Like, you know, you get into God's presence was the first and foremost thing that helped me. But then even hanging with friends and family and helping other people and just fulfill, like joining groups, like godly groups, like just being involved and showing the love of God. And in turn, when you give, you'll feel so much better you'll, when you help other people, when you show love and kindness to others. You feel that joy and that happiness and completeness, you know, it's reciprocal. So again, be encouraged. I know this may seem like a weird season, but God is not surprised. He's not shocked at what's going on in the world or in your life. Um, his plans have not changed for you, even though it may seem like they changed completely or like your plans may feel like they were destroyed. I don't know what you may be going through in this season, but God knew it all and he know he knew the end of your life before the beginning even started. So we have to learn to trust God that he knows the plans he has for our life. That's Jeremiah 29 and 11. He knows he's not shocked. If you've gone through some devastation, he's not shocked. He loves you. He still has plans for you. He has healing for you, but you have to take it. You have to believe it. You have to receive it. And so be encouraged. Trust the Lord with your life. Trust the Lord with your singleness. Trust the Lord with the season that you're in or experiencing right now. He loves you and lean on him. That's my only advice because we lean on everything else. We lean on people, places, things, hobbies, money, whatever other pleasures. But in the end, you're going to still feel empty. Nothing wrong with, you know, enjoying life. But those things don't complete our soul. Those things don't fulfill us because, again, we're created to have a relationship with our creator. And so to me, and it's just fact, that's the only thing that will truly fulfill you. And so again, stay encouraged. I love you. I pray that you have an amazing day today. Continue to trust God, lean on his word. And remember that if you delight yourself in the Lord, um, that he will most definitely give you the desires of your heart. Okay. Especially, well, they have to be desires that line up with his word. And that's why I always talk about in my podcast, knowing his word, that you can declare the word over what you want 
when it lines up with the promises that he has for you. So trust him. He loves you. Okay. And so again, hopefully you're having a great day as well. You already know you can follow me at Sharbria Shine on all social media. Follow the podcast at Max Out Girl on all social. And also you can go to sharbriashine.com to check out books, resources, and courses. Um, right now we have Single and Satisfied, The Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment, the book and the workbook. And also we have The Single Woman's Dating Guide. There are also courses on there like Dating with Intention. Um, there are some other courses about goal getting, like goal setting. You could check out on my website as well. And of course, there are blogs about faith, love, and self-love that I did years ago when I first started. So go in there, check out those resources. And I hope that I said something that encouraged you, inspired you, and elevated your thinking. And always remember to max out, girl. This is Sharpria Shine. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>